Hello, Addictions people out there. How are you? I hope everyone is doing great. Um, I hope everyone is alive, kicking and living, not just existing. Um, so yeah, it's it's been quite a while. I've been I've been gone for for so long. <laughs> Honestly, this is bad because I thought um, I'm going to record more and uh, you know be a bit more consistent um but yeah there was a um, life change on my part and a whole lot of things that were going on in my life so um but here we are we are back and um here's some more diary sessions hey so um first and foremost um where have been where have i been Oh, that's hard. Um, within the last, within the last three four months, um, a whole lot has happened in my life. Um, for starters, I've quit my job. I resigned. Um, I resigned from my job, and I also moved continents. Like I, I, I moved from. Africa to Europe. Um, another big change is I went back to school. <laughs> I went back to school, and um, yeah, this is this have been massive, and um, but overall, it's it's beautiful. I won't lie; it's very beautiful. I am literally living in my vision board or my dream goal yeah so hence today's discussion about um being intentional about our dreams and um visualizing um our dream life so yeah um i'll just start with myself um what happened is i think sometime in okay during my undergrad so i I did my undergrad at the National University of Lesotho and it was a beautiful experience. I did I did I majored in economics and minored in statistics. So um I did that and um graduated in twenty sixteen. Um so I remember even when graduating I knew that uh, of course it's not the end of the road for me with school. I knew that um, I didn't want to go to school immediately, but I did know that I would want to pursue my master's in the future. Um, one one hurdle with uh, doing a master's when you are in Lesotho is the fact that at that time, um, you can't proceed to do your master's unless you pay back the, the government loan <laughs> from the NMDS. <laughs> so... Um, I knew it was going to be a challenge, especially in um, the environment that we live in, um, because one, there's a whole lot of uh, youth unemployment that's prevalent in Lesotho, and even when you get a job and you're in the private sector, I mean, you get contractual jobs. So I was working in NGOs and would get like contracts. So if you're working in a contractual job, I mean, a seven months contract a year's contract 
two years contracts if you're lucky or three years um it means that you um not really in a position to say okay so now i'm definitely going to pay nmds and then go back to school um so i worked from 2016 up until oh yeah up until now <laughs> so i i've never literally like um stopped working i worked from the minute i got my transcript um i have a friend of mine we literally went up and down <laughs> Masaru just to get jobs you know and it's so funny like looking back how a lot of people when we graduated and were already working um a lot of uh, uh, uh former classmates or people who see us they're like oh my god you guys are so lucky yes we we used to get associated with the word lucky a lot um but the problem is we were not lucky. We had worked our ass off. Um, we had gone up and down searching for jobs when people were when 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 when, when other students who had graduated with us were still um, enjoying the vibes at home. I mean, we started looking for jobs straight after straight after our our last exam and when we got home we went back to the uni and asked for uh the transcripts unfortunately the the entire the 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 four year long transcripts were not available at that time so they only gave us up until that year and we were not deterred i'm telling you like we went for it we went and got our transcripts up until that third year and we're like you know what for now we're going to focus on um actually getting internships or volunteering or anything you know that we can get our hands on because we were so eager to to get started and working so um fast forward i think i think we began this process in um I think in June, fast forward July, we, we we both got gigs and I was also working for an NGO and she was also working. I mean, it, it was great. Um, so, but on the outside, people will always think, oh my gosh, you guys are so lucky. It's, it's the same sentiment that I've always gotten with um, whenever I get new jobs. A lot of people would be like, oh my gosh, you never struggle for jobs. You're so lucky. And I just want to demystify this lucky, lucky language that we like saying people are lucky. Um, whereas people are not lucky, they really are working their <laughs> butts off. Um, so I'm talking about uh, designing the life of your dreams and uh, really be intentional about it, right? Essentially. So, um, First of all, I think the first thing that one needs to know is to have a, have a vision of where you want to go, right? So even before we graduated, the two of us already have a, had a vision of where we wanted to go. We knew where we wanted to be. We knew we wanted jobs. We knew that we didn't know anyone was going to connect us to jobs. So we knew that we needed to bust our butts off in order to get those. We didn't have any connections. We we didn't um, 
we didn't we didn't have a leg up unlike other people who were sitting on the laurels and thinking that you know what uh, maybe i have an auntie there who might connect me with a job i have an uncle or a parent or something but because we knew that we had nothing we we had to like make sure that we create whatever we wanted to see so first and foremost you need to have that vision uh and, and a goal of where you want to see your life um if you can't see it in your in your in your in your mind then how can you achieve it so um we knew that we wanted jobs um and we went about it uh, and then the second thing when after having a vision you have to have a plan so this is what we did um we executed we had a plan you know what we mapped out uh different organizations ngos private sector government anywhere you can think of actually we were not choosy in that regard we mapped up everywhere uh we could where we could go and then we started delivering our CVs and our cover letters and motivational letters and everything we were like you know what we're not just going to wait for vacancies to open up but we're actually going to take initiative on our own to go and um get something you know whether we will start with volunteering or anything but um yeah so uh we have that plan after having a plan then we execute um so we executed that plan um <laughs> one of these days we were laughing actually when we remembered uh some of the places where we used to go like we'd walk on foot of course i mean even just the even just uh printing and photocopying our certificates was crazy crazy expensive on our part hence we would always walk miles just to go to a cheaper place <laughs> where we could um print our certificates print our, our motivational letters and CVs um and then go deliver them and anywhere where we could save costs and cut costs we did it trust me we would walk our food <laughs> our food walked during those times um and it was a beautiful time honestly um i think the fact that it wasn't a solo a solo execution uh but we were two uh, made it the fun because um then you you get even when you get tired when the going gets tough you get to encourage each other so there we were and um we dropped all our CVs letters and would would get discouraging feedback from other people <laughs> would literally get discouraging feedback i remember when we went to the UN house you couldn't even go inside you only leave your stuff with um you leave your stuff with the with the security guards so most probably our CVs and applications didn't even make it past the the gate <laughs> um and um and then we waited and we waited and one thing about us is we were relentless you need to be so relentless in whatever that you want to do um you can't just rest and say oh well um no you need to 
bug people if you've sent your application elsewhere go and do a, a follow through whether what happened uh, are they gonna call you back are they not what happened you know so you need to be somebody who's very relentless um otherwise you won't see anything <laughs> um and then what also did we do um another thing i think um that when when you want to um leave your team or being intentional about your team is also letting uh being able after you've done all this being relentless executing your plan having a vision then i think you have to uh, do what we say um you let go and let god you surrender so um you 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 did all that you can do um so you leave the rest to the higher power i don't know if you believe in god or if you believe in the universe or you believe in buddha or, or whatever whatever belief system you have uh whether it's ancestors you, you, at that point after doing all that you can you need to now surrender to that higher power that you believe in you know because um only then can 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 whatever that you have wanted to see manifest come into the world so yeah um then i'm going to like have a little chat about um where i am and how i manifested um this scholarship and where i am right now so um like i said um ever since i finished my undergrad i knew that i wanted to do my masters I also knew that um because I passed uh, fairly well um and I was among the top students um I knew that I I also stood a chance to also apply for scholarships and and, and the likes um and then also I knew that um if I had experience it would also count in my favor hence I needed to work as soon as I could um so yeah um i didn't i i i sort of like thought that after working out probably work for like 2 to 3 years before i go back to school and then afterwards out 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 then yeah so it was it, i had a rough idea it wasn't really that much defined so um let's check back a bit um i found myself working in a rather rural district um which was one of the best times and also worst times of my life as well um the 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 bad part or the worst part about working in a place that is remote rural and all that is the fact that you know um it can sort of like demotivate you and your dreams and you you get lost in the bu- bubble like um if you are in a place where having a degree is like this huge honor i mean you then don't realize you don't you don't have any competition so literally you you end up just becoming um a part of the mold in that area so um, i would say i would say um working there was one of the most um awesome times 
and also yet also a disadvantage on my part career-wise um so i worked there and um i i then tried to move and change jobs and eventually i did break through i got another job um it was still another remote district um i worked there and then finally finally my prayers were answered and i i got a job in an urban area and i was having a blast guys i was so happy to work finally in town uh in an urban setting and one thing <clears throat> okay so i went so after after three years wait i i started working 2016 then it came 2017 2018 in 2019 i decided to go to school and i was actually thinking that i would i would repay back the loan from nmds and then they can sponsor me to go to school because i i literally saved up every penny i had um so the the saddest part is there's a lot of corruption in our um, country so I did seek and inquire whether they would be able to sponsor me after paying back the loan and all that. Um, but then they told me that paying back the loan doesn't guarantee me a spot on the following years. Um, so it was crazy. I was like, so I pay you guys and you're going to take other people who haven't paid so that's ex- exactly what happens because um, the corruption is so rife so what i decided instead was to um then pay for myself so i did an honors or a postgraduate and paid for myself um it was in cape town and i did it for a year i was still juggling work um, because obviously like if i'm paying for myself then i still had needs and everything so which wasn't exactly a nice experience because i think working working in a remote place and doing fourth work makes that with a lot of school work it, it was hectic on my side i literally had um hormonal imbalances and a lot of stress and it was chaotic but um needless to say i managed to pass and i made it um after that i knew that of course um, i remembered that i'd always wanted to do my masters abroad i didn't know how that was going to be possible but i then remember that i always used to say it would be awesome to like literally do my masters abroad um so with that new version um i think it was in 2020 right I think it was in 2020 um, I wrote I, that's when I remembered that I would love to do masters abroad um, I wrote it in one of my diaries that I I would love to get a, a scholarship abroad you know and um, and at that time that was a, a time for me to now start searching for scholarships that had been there and and that's where the obsession with shaving came <laughs> i um i didn't discover shaving i think I, I knew about shaving in 2019 when i 
I went to the Yali Fellowship program. And there was a guy who was a Shevina. But at that time, I wasn't really that much interested in that. Um, so I... But in 2020, when I was very intentional about now thinking of moving and going to school, I thought, oh, may, maybe I should try out for the scholarship. Hey, I looked, at, I looked up at uh, the requirements and everything. And um, fortunately, there was a guy who used to work with us who always applied to all the scholarships. So he always applied to the Fulbright, applied to the... Um, Ireland scholarships had applied to the Chevening. I mean, all the scholarships you can think of. Um, so I had seen his journey as he used to get rejected as well, and sometimes almost making it and then not getting it in the end. I, I, it was frustrating, honestly, like seeing somebody go through that process. Um, but then I was like, maybe now it's time for me to try out and do that dream that I've always had to make it a reality. So um, that started with writing the vision down, like always. <laughs> and um, I made a vision board. I remember I had a vision board and there was a Chevenin scholarship there. And one other thing is I... I also, I also like, um, I had other stuff, a new job and all those in, in there. And I managed to get a new job and a car and what else? Yes, and, and, and with the scholarship, I'd written it there in my vision board. But at that time, I didn't actually want to go to school exactly at that time. Like, I thought that in my mind, because this was a prestigious scholarship, I thought I'm probably going to have to apply twice before actually making it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I am applying for the first time and, and thinking that, oh, well, this is just a test run. Imagine when my test run I get it actually pulls through and I get called to interviews and the problem with that is that it occurred at the same time when I also got my job my new job so I literally manifested all those things simultaneously and I was stuck I was stuck guys <laughs> anyway in order not to make this too long um I'll continue with the second segment um, probably sometime this week and I hope you enjoyed listening to this and um, yeah if you are on Apple podcast I know you can be able to uh, leave a comment and, and tell me um, how you have managed to design your gym life and share your tips and notes until then see you guys next time and take care stay audacious and um, have fun